Millionaires is a sports show. Got me in my hormones. All gas, no brakes. Score four zero. If you think you own this place, you get foreclosed. I've been in my head, but it's not about a T three. I'd like to learn, but there's nothing you can teach me. We all got opinions. You about to hit a meat tree of bitches. CSJ never really misses. GD seven land, baby. Shout out to Indigenous. My girl, she got mad at me 'cause she don't know the difference between this and them. Nah, you about to witness. But freedom is so now. I tell that girl, get out my business. Do this, I ain't joshing on the grind like Eric Boston. Sit around and grab a drink. You talking what you wanted? It's mostly you don't know me when it dropped. Then I'm mostly what they bopping. You can say what you got when it's Tuesday. I'll be locked in. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. CJSW, CJSW.com, 90.9 FM. On your dials, Spotify, the internet, the interworkings of the web. We're everywhere. You're listening to the sports show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Again, second Tuesday of every month, 11.30 a.m., 8.30 p.m., of course, you can always get us on Spotify, Podbean, as well as iTunes in between the weeks. But it's CJSW week. I love this week. This is my favorite week, to be honest with you. It's fantastic. Got the cam. I walked in. He's here bright and early, always helping me out. Uh, the Lily. I can't say enough about the Lily. Everyone here. The Molly. The Tyra. I mean, you name it. But uh, but who 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 else? Who else could I mention? Well, not Mitch, because Mitch is in Greece right now, decided to take a holiday and say, hey, you know what? I get it. I get you got to do this thing, but uh, no, no, I uh, I don't care. I'm taking a break. So then I decided I'm taking a break too. So come July, Mitch is going to be solo, but I got to bring something up. Now, look, we got lots to talk about today. There's a lot of sports going on. The CGSW, we got our half hour slot. We got to keep it a little bit contained. But I got to get something off my chest. So last week, I was riding solo. If you follow the channels, and even I forgot to fail to mention, we have our YouTube channel, Sports Show TV, on, on, uh, on, on YouTube. And if you follow the channels, you realize last week I had to do my solo show. <clears throat> I started on the first week. And so anyways, it's all done. And Mitch is in Greece. And of course, in today's age, we can connect and communicate. And he says to me, he goes, yeah, listen to the show. Pretty good. Not bad. 7.9 out of 10. What? I didn't even crack the egg. What's talking? So I go back and I listen to it. And I got to be honest with you. Now, I'm a little bit of a self-promoter, sure, but that pod was minimum 8.4. So I go back and, of course, we get our arbitrator, South Carolina George, to chime in, although he never gave a number. So I really don't know where he where he stands on it. But I'm sitting there, I go, oh, it must be nice, Mitch. You're out in Greece. You're relaxing on the beach. You're in the village. You got a, not a care in the world. And you have enough to just criticize me and give me the 7.9. Like, you're the French judge, for crying out loud. You can't bump me up to an 8. I don't deserve an 8. Heck, I'm doing it solo on my own. I mean, come on. Anyways, I think you're wrong. But I. But you know what? What goes around comes around, mon frere. Okay? And so when you're doing the show solo or if you decide to bring a guest, oh, I'll be watching. I'll have the pen and paper out just like you. Speaking of pen and paper, one thing I do got to give Mitch the credit for is the fact that, listen, I'm not a note guy. Look at this. For all of you watching on YouTube right now, look at this. Look at this. I'm not a note guy. Look, I got these notes. I'm scribbling everywhere. I said it last week. It's hard. I gotta. I gotta pay. I gotta pay respects to my buddy Mitch. But look, let's get into it because we got a few things to talk about. We're gonna talk about hockey. We're gonna talk a little bit about basketball because they're closing in uh, to finish their finals uh, and playoffs, respectively, in both sports. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in the world of sports. And like I said, I got half an hour, so I gotta roll right through it. 
First and foremost, let's just start this out. I'm going to go with a half-hot take. I'm going to throw it right at you. You tell me what you think. Number one, CFL season has started. And yeah, I don't know about you, and maybe there's some of you out there that are excited, you're hardcore CFL fans. I maintain it's great football. It is good football. It is very good football to watch. Uh, I do respect the athletes. I respect the game. But when I tell you that the CFL started, for crying out loud, does anybody know? And, and, And sometimes I argue, I say, does anybody even really care? I mean, where's the production? Where's the intro? Where, where, where are the commercials? Where's the lead-in? You know, it, it's, it's as if summer comes and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess the stamps are playing. I don't know about you, and maybe I'm overthinking it, because I, I, we've talked about it before. I'll say it now. I'll say it again. I'd love to have this debate, but look, I say I'm an NFL guy, and I am. But you know what? I actually think everyone's an NFL person deep down inside. They got the market share, they got the product, they got the goods, they got the players. And here's what I've always said about the CFL, in my opinion. The CFL, like I said, it's great football. I'm so happy that we have a conduit here in Canada uh, to have that type of football. But at the same time, I feel like our egos get in the way. Why can't we have the Canadian Football League, same with the Canadian teams, uh, you could even have the Canadian players cap everything that they have in there. I'm, I understand to protect it from that degree. But if we're not playing the NFL rules, are we not really hindering people that that could be making the big money or getting the look-ins for the big money? I mean, now with with the American Football Leagues of the past and the XFL when it was in and out and college football to boot on top of it, you have more people that are getting looks to join the NFL uh, than anything else. And really, all we get are the ones that truly can't make the cut. I mean, how many times do you really hear about a CFL player going into the NFL? But my whole, that's my, you know, semi-hot take. But the whole thing is, the CFL started, make it grand. If this is going to be our game, if this is what we get to have once hockey, which is truly our bread and butter in this country, is over, can we not maybe put a little more little more money into it? And if there is not enough money to go around, well, guess what? Maybe, just maybe, we need to suck up to the NFL a little bit more just to give people exposure. It'd be nice if a kid from Laval could have a look and say he's going to make 10, 20 mil a year. I said it let me know where you stand but yeah a little bit a little bit lackluster in my opinion now let's talk about sports leagues on that topic there's a new sports league going around you may have heard of it you may not in the wonderful world of golf now some will argue golf's not a sport it's a game but we're not here to argue that point we can only do a couple hot takes per show but the reality is is there's this thing called live golf liv golf okay and it's backed by uh, by by members in the, in Saudi Arabia, and what they're doing is it's this tournament series. Now we got some people that have defected already. I mean, Phil Mickelson really was the person who started off the train here. On top of that, now we got a big name, Dustin Johnson, the DJ, the man, Mr. Gretzky, if you will, 2.0. He's going over there, and then there's Sergio Garcia. Those are the notable names, but they they got a roster. There's no question about it, and. The reality is, is that what's happening is 
people are now from the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour is looking and saying, whoa, 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 pump the brakes here for a second. You can't, you can't play both sides of the fence. You can't be married and have a Friday night, girl. That's not going to fly with me. You either pick one, you either come home every night, or guess what? You, you pack your stuff and get out of here. It's pretty much where it's going. Everyone's being a little diplomatic about it. They've set a couple hard lines. But you know, it's funny. I never expected from golf that they would go the route of WWE. I mean, this is funny. To me, it's almost like these, these, these cross promotions going around, and then you, know, you have these wrestlers that defect and and go from one place to another. I mean, heck, if you're going to do that, at least throw the intro in. Where the CFL can't do an intro. Like, I would have loved it if someone leaves the PGA Tour and they decide they want to go to this live golf thing. Um, I think they should just have, like, a super grand entrance. Give them the theme song. Give them the whole the whole nine yards. I would, I would love that. But, you know, I, I don't think this one's going to be going away anytime soon. And uh, I, I don't know what the PGA is, is, in my opinion, is so upset about. Uh, you basically uh, are are contractors, right? And the PGA is just an organization. And I never realized that that now you get into the nitty gritty of the ruthlessness of the business. And part of me wonders that that uh, you know is golf going to slowly go the road of the union, right? But I think this is good. I think uh, I think it's good for the sport. I think it's going to be a little bit different. And uh, it's about time someone's done something with golf, okay? Because I'm sorry to say, but if the only thing that golf has ever presented from from an evolving uh, aspect of its game was either changing the the materials in the club to how weird can we wear our clothing and, hey, I know what I'll do. I'll just have a mullet or moulet, as they would say in France. I cannot verify that. But if that's all that you've done, golf, in your contributions to change the game, then you drop the ball. I'm with it. I'm with this live golf stuff. I say bring it on. Let's go. Speaking of winners, okay? Speaking of winners. Let's talk about winners. I got one more sport, and then we're going to get into the good stuff here pretty quick. Rafael Nadal, okay? Talked about it last week. Guy's getting into into the final, okay? He kind of, you know, maybe he hired Jeff Galuli to get there. We don't know. But regardless, he went, he came, he saw, he conquered, he wins. This guy now is leading the charge, 22 grand slams, whereas... Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer are tied at 20. So if you take it back uh, just over a year ago, what happens? You got these three guys, the the three greats, really the the Mount Rushmore themselves of the tennis world, and they're all tied at 20 grand slams. And there's always been the goat talk. You had Roger Federer come in a little bit behind them. He's slowing down. I will say that he's done. I don't really see this man winning another grand slam again. I think he's peaked. Djokovic, a little bit of the COVID controversy has hindered him, but the the and then you have Nadal, who's 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 taken charge, who's taken the lead. Uh, Djokovic played catch up, but then he takes the lead again. And you know, in tennis, it's funny because I don't think we've ever been in an era in our entire lives of any sport where we're watching this much greatness at this time. I mean, if you think about it right now. They have between them 62 grand slams. If there's four in a year, they're responsible for 15 years of winning on their own. They haven't even let anyone take anything yet. I mean, talk about VIP at the buffet table. This is ridiculous. But every time someone says, oh, who's the GOAT, who's the GOAT, and I would argue for the longest time and still in 
to some degree, I would even argue it's Djokovic, but that's the part of the problem. We get too wrapped up talking about who's the GOAT. And you know what? After seeing this, I think you just got to wait till it's over. I mean, there's no point to talk about which one of them is the GOAT because they still got some years left outside of Roger Federer. Like I said, I, I think he's, you know, I think he's good for one or two a year just to see if he can get one more. But between these two, I, I it's crazy to think, but I think we just have to let it ride. But nonetheless, I mean, we're talking about performances at the highest caliber, at the highest level, we're seeing it right before our very eyes. Tennis, congratulations. I think you take the cake for for the best place and status for a sport in any given time, I would argue, ever in history. This is just a pleasure to watch. It's fantastic. Excuse me. Got to take a sip of my Starbucks. I got to do it. See, that's what happens when you got no filler. That's what happens when you don't got a friend who leaves the grease and then criticizes you that you have a mediocre at best podcast. But whatever. I'm not complaining. I'm here. Must be nice. Okay. Winners. We talked about it. Rafael Nadal. We're here. If you're just tuning in. It's the CJSW 90.9 FM, University of Calgary radio station. You're listening to the sports show. I just went on a rant of a few different sports and talking about different leagues and my takes. And and if you're just tuning in, I just talked about uh, Nadal winning, the greatness, the killer instinct, the take charge. If you've been a listener of the sports show for, for the past however many years, or if you're just tuning in, I'm going to tell you something that Mitch and I have brought up a while back, and that's the topic of fakers versus makers. We had an episode called fakers versus makers, and typically we had that segment for the NFL week to week. We would do this faker versus maker segment, and I thought today this would be a great opportunity and a great lead-in into what I'd like to talk about regarding the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs and the fakers versus the makers because – You have the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. If you're listening today, one of them has been settled. I'll get to it. Colorado Avalanche sweeping the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. The next part in the East, if you're listening, as I'm recording today, it's 3-2 for Tampa Bay. So odds are by the time you listen to this show, it is going to be settled. Okay. I come in Saturday mornings. I should say Mitch and I, we do Saturday mornings pre-record for the sports show here. So if you're listening today, that's going to be wrapped up. Regardless, doesn't t- doesn't change my tune. Here's how I see it. I talked about a winner, talked about a couple winners before. We talked about fakers. We talked about makers because in the final four, one of each has been one of each. Okay? Now, Edmonton, Colorado. Colorado, the odds on favorite. Let's call it what it is. There's no surprises here. They're, they're the team to beat. You know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! That's a Ric Flair thing, but it applies here. Maybe they're the Colorado Ric Flairs instead of the Cobra Kais. I don't know. But they're playing the Edmonton Oilers, a team that had to battle through the LA Kings, get tested, see what they're all about. Are they the real deal this year? Well, you know what? They showed us something. Then they come over to the Calgary Flames, our boys, our hometown team here. And guess what? They say, sure, whatever. You beat, you got the first punch in. That's great. But we're going to win four straight, even under the gun. Doesn't matter. So now they get to where they are. And they get swept by the Colorado Avalanche. And at first, what are we all going to say? If you're an Edmonton fan, 
I don't know where you stand, but I think I, I have an idea of where I think you should stand, is that you would say, oh, well, you know what? We're inching forward. Success. This is progress. This is, this is where we need to be. Uh, you know, we'll get it next year. Keep the team alive. We'll get there. No, you know what? No. Colorado, you're a maker. You are who you say you are. Because when you came and you showed up, you did the job. You went for the throat. You swept the leg. That's why we dubbed you the Cobra Kai's a while back. You did your job. You made it to the final. Edmonton, you're a faker. You're not who you are. And I think the series with Calgary emotionally fooled me. It emotionally fooled everyone else out there. You're not a maker. I think that because you played Calgary, because you decided that that there was that rivalry and you'd show up on game day, when push came to shove, you had nothing. You had no killer instinct. Where are your players? And I don't want to hear any one Edmonton fan saying, well, if it wasn't for Evander Kane, because you knew it was over before that. We knew Smith was a dud. So you know what? No, you don't get a pass, Edmonton Oilers. You don't get a pass whatsoever. In my opinion, you guys are a sham. There's nothing there. And the reality is, is that now we actually get to see where the hype of the Edmonton Oilers truly stands. It stands nowhere. You guys cannot compete against the best. You guys have the two best players, but you are more anemic and in that team and need to address more issues than I thought possible. I thought maybe this was it. I thought maybe this was the year if you get the spark, you're going to go. But no, you're just good enough to beat the good enough teams. But when it comes down to it, if you guys want to get serious about winning a Stanley Cup or doing anything, you got to fix it. I sit here and I criticize my buddy Mitch, again, who's in Greece and gives me a 7.9. But again, I'm not complaining about that. I'm not bringing that up over and over. But here, he says, you got these two guys. You seem to get nowhere. Well, I don't know. Why don't you maybe... Trade one of them. And I would laugh and laugh. But this is starting to become a bit more of a reality. Because let's contrast to the Colorado Avalanche. That team is the product of almost a decade, really, worth of work. You could argue, oh, well, they got Landis, Cog, and McKinnon. Sure. But they've been there. And they've built a team around them. And they've done moves to get there. Strategic moves, like getting Eric Johnson back in the day. Number one draft pick from St. Louis. Drafting the McKinnon, I get it. That's luck. Getting the Landis cog, getting a leader like that, again, you got to draft. But that's my last point to all this. The Edmonton Oilers are the only team that could draft, have every draft possible, have the biggest gimme in the world, and do nothing with it. The Chicago Blackhawks got it. They won a couple cups. Pittsburgh got it. They won a couple cups. Anaheim had it for a little bit there. They ended up winning a cup. And so when all you Canadians out there say there's a conspiracy theory that there's no way that a Canadian team under Gary Bettman can win the Stanley Cup, well, you know what? I'm sorry. That's not true. Because if there's ever a conspiracy, is that Gary Bettman has given Edmonton so many number one picks to try to win the Stanley Cup that there's nothing they could do with it. Okay? That's like sending Mitch, okay, Dude, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not, I was going to say something, but I'm on the radio show. But anyways, let's just say you're asking a guy to perform with no experience at the tender age of 16. It won't work. It doesn't work. I can't go on more. I'm looking at the time. I got I to gotta go to the other side. The other side is this. Look, the New York Rangers, you go up to nothing. You say, hey, we're the real deal. We're here to play. We're here to do it. Uh, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning, what did I say last week? 
I was wrong, but what was one thing that I was right about last week is that this is where Tampa Bay thrives. This is where they need. They're not phased by this kind of stuff. Okay, New York Rangers, you're sitting at the casino. You're at the free, the slot machine. You see free spin one come out. You get excited. You see free spin two come out. You're about to get the bonus spins. And instead of waiting and making sure, you went on and you started making a bunch of online purchases. You're in game three. You're up two nothing. You have a stranglehold on this series. If you close it out, you allow Tampa Bay to tie and you allow them to score. They sealed it in 40 seconds. I was in game three. Game four, Tampa Bay comes out to play for real. Game five, back in New York. Rangers, stranglehold, you got it. But listen, the Tampa Bay Muhammad Ali's, and maybe that's, you know, maybe maybe that's their their new name. They are just rope-a-doping teams left, right, and center. They're not phased. They don't care about the rounds. They care about the championship rounds. These guys are dialed in, composed, and you know what? I just don't know if anyone's going to stop them now. So Rangers, yeah, you're fakers. Just like the Edmonton Oilers, you guys are hiding behind a couple bright spots on your team, but you're not deep enough, and this is where you stack. And if you're going to come in and play a team like Tampa Bay and bloody Tampa Bay's nose two games to nothing, you better be ready to close that out. If you have a 2 nothing lead and you're in the third period in the NHL playoffs in today's age and you can't close that out, that is a big, big problem because those should be gimme putts, just like they are in the Live League. See what I did there? I'm looking at the time. I don't want to run out this week. I, 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 I really don't. So I got to touch on the NBA. Got to touch on what's going on. Common theme, fakers versus makers. But here is where I say... Here's two makers. This is the way that it should be. This is why that there's a playoff in every sport to get to the final. Because as much as we want to see Toronto, the Raptors, we'll just, you know, we'll pick on the only Canadian team for a bit. As much as we want to see, oh, this is Dallas's year or this is when Milwaukee should be there or like going back in the NHL as we were just talking, oh, Edmonton, it's got to be the year that McDavid gets his cup, whatever the case. This is why you have a playoff format because guess what? You get in there and you have to go through the whole gauntlet to show whether you're a faker or a maker. In the NBA... We have two makers, Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. And you know what? I got to tell you, these guys are both dialed in. Game one comes in. Boston says, we got to make a statement. They did. They win by 12 points. Game two comes around. You know what? Golden State says, hey, we we saw what you did. We're going to one-up you. They're being one-up guy at the bar. You know what I mean? They're that one-up friend. You tell a story, they got a better story. You say this, they got a better one. Well, that's Golden State. The Golden State one-ups, okay? They come in, fine. Game three, Boston goes, look, look, whoa, whoa, honey, sugar babies, love you, respect you. But hey, I don't know what you think this is. We're no New York Rangers. We're no Edmonton Oilers. Hold on. Boom. They do it. As it stands right now, I watched a bit of the game last night where they had game four. And you know what? I was on the verge of calling Boston a, a faker because they had the lead and they let Golden State come back. But... I'm not yet because the series is tied 2-2. And now we're going to see the response. When you lose like that, now we're going to see. So it's a little premature. But I might come back here next week and I might say, you know what, Boston, you were a faker the whole time. I don't think so. But the the reality is, is when we're talking about makers, I got to say something about Golden State and and the the pedigree of a Golden State type of organization. What happens in game four? 
You have your star player being your star player. You got Steph Curry, 43 points, 10 rebounds. Guy comes in. I mean, he is he's on he's crazy. The guy's living NBA jam. He can shoot from anywhere. But then what you got is you got Klay Thompson helping out, but then you got Draymond Green. You got you got you know their big three, so to speak. Well, he's not playing so well. Guess what? Green, you're benched fourth quarter. I don't care who you are. Guys, these are the cultures that win championships. And I just wanted to highlight it because that, to me, was fantastic. I still got Golden State winning this, but I'll be honest. From here on in, it's a three-game series, and Boston showed that they're not afraid to come back. They did wait and... They, 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 you know, they did play uh, tit for tat. So the series could go seven. We'll see how it goes. Okay, my friend. Sorry about that. I just had to take a sip of the coffee. That's it. It is what it is. I know that dead air. It'll get you, as they say in the biz. Okay, look, we're at the 23-minute mark by my watch. We got to speed this up. We got a couple of segments. I told you, just because Mitch is gone doesn't mean the train is going to slow down it at all. So... Usually, we go back and forth, but again, look, I got my notes. I got, I got these notes here. It's time for your favorite segment. Maybe it is ours. It's Rapid Banter. Okay, here we go. Tiger Woods just hit $1 billion in net worth. Should it be two or a bigger tip at Perkins? Well, you know what? I think it's just the tip at Perkins. <laughs> Canadian men's soccer team finished their strike. Now, put it on my tab or the true north and not so strong. Ooh, I'm going to maple leaf this one alone. Major League Baseball is not even halfway done. There's no rapid banter for that. I just wanted to let everyone know how grueling this is. (laughs) Canada and Denmark dispute a claim over an island in the Arctic that took a few decades. Now, celebrate with a maple Danish, or did anyone ask the Bears? Yeah, I mean, what's that island all about? Is there a nuke underneath? I mean, this reminds me of like when two villagers in Greece fight over, uh, you know, an olive tree on the side of the road. I mean, is there really a point? I digress. And last, Top Gun is the number one box office grossing movie at this time. And you know what? If you go with trajectory, it might even be all time. Question. Who's Moose, who's Goose, and who's Maverick? That's a good I'm way cooler than Mitch. It's true. I am. It's not my fault. You know, it's just, it's, it's the way the... It's the way the chips fall. A, he's not here to defend himself. B, the guy still wears pants like he's like he's in an MC Hammer music video. So I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? He's five foot two and a half. I may be, you know, I don't even know what that means. But you know what? He's he's cringing right now in Greece. But fine. Give me a 7.9. Again, I'm not bitter about it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Last but not least, we got or last but not least, we got a few minutes left here. We got to go into our last segment. That is, we're at the University of Calgary. It's pass or fail. Okay, here we go. What was my topic this week? What are we gonna do? Well, I'll tell you. So tonight, so I say I record on a Saturday. So tonight is my 21 year high school reunion because we couldn't do it for COVID 19. And so I said, okay, well, this is perfect. So we're going to a high school reunion. It's my 20 year high school reunion. We're going there tonight. It's got a really good turnout. And I said to myself, you know what? There's got to be some kind of etiquette plays and what to do. And I said, I should help the roster because these things are going to be coming up if they haven't already for you, too. So pass or fail. Things to do or not do at a high school reunion. Okay. Number one, drink too much. Yeah, that's a fail. You can't do that. You can't show up, right? Especially at the 20 year. The 10 year is okay, but the 20 year, you know, now you're now you're slanging, you know, into your close to your 40s. It's it's not a good look anymore. Okay. 
not drinking at all. Uh, you know what? I got to throw a fail on this one too. You don't want to be that person, especially if you were bullied in high school to begin with. And then you come back and you're trying to be Mr. Clean. That's not going to fly with anyone either. I'm sorry. I'm not here to, to boo shame anyone, but it is what it is. These high schools, we're ruthless. It's ruthless. It's clicky. I don't even know if the clickiness ever ends. Um, okay. Pass or fail telling old stories. Yeah. You know what? Pass. This is, this is the best icebreaker and you want to, you want to bring up those good times. I like it. Uh, pass or fail, bring up old relationships. Look, I'm going to throw this one as a fail with an asterisk. It's only pass when you find your group, but you got to talk about it on the side. Got to pull someone over and be like, Hey, wasn't that person bang? Weren't they? They were together over there, right? Oh my goodness. That's amazing. You think that did you, did you hear? I saw it on Facebook, right? That's okay. Yeah. That stuff's okay. Okay. Uh, bringing your spouse pass or fail. Look to me, it's a pass, but again, there's an asterisk only if your spouse is hot. You know what I mean? I'm sorry to say, but if he or she ain't pulling their weight and, and you know, they're not, uh, they're not representing you well, leave them at home. It's not a good look for you, right? These high school reunions are a chance for you to brag, uh, where you are, uh, pass or fail prospect for business, uh, pass. You know what? As long as you, you know, don't go hard selling, but throw a couple business cards out there. You know, it's not okay. Pass or fail showing up late. Yeah. Pass showing up early fail. Come on. Don't be that person unless you're helping to set up. And last but not least, <coughs> pass or fail, hook up and seal the deal at the end of the night. Ooh, this is a tricky one. Look, I'm going to give it a pass because, hey, you know what? Everyone loves the cherry on top of the Sunday. I get it. But Honey Sugar Babies, roster out there. If you're going to do it, just remember that it's everything else that comes with it because in today's age, no one can hide anymore. So, look, I'll give it a pass because I don't want to get in the way of no person who's just looking to have a good time. Speaking of good time, I've had a good time with you here on the radio, CJSW 90.9 FM, CJSW.com. You're listening to The Sports Show, 11.30 a.m., 8.30 p.m. on the second Tuesday of every month. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, remember, we got Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Sports Show TV, on YouTube that you can listen to everything week in, week out. We do do it once a week, but look, this is uh, this is another episode for the CJSW. We gotta put it in the locker because we gotta hit the showers. Thanks, Roster.